Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Selling Digital Podcast. This is episode number nine, and this is Yatsia, creator of OnlineTemplateShop.com. Today is a very interesting episode because I am speaking with Kim Costa. She has an online business that is all about design, branding, and designing clip art for PLR sellers, people who also sell printables, journals, planners. And I know that if you sell any type of digital product, the number one question that you see on those Facebook groups is where do I find clip art with commercial license? Clip art that I can use in my printables, in my planners, in my journals, workbooks, ebooks, whatever. And while there is a lot of options out there, sometimes the licensing is not very clear. So Kim has jumped in and solved that problem for us. She has a membership called The Stash, where she sells clip art that comes with the licensing for people like you and me who sell printables and PLR to be able to use her designs into our products to sell. How amazing is that? Like you don't have to come through any um, complicated licensing. You can just grab the clipboard that she has created, put it on your products to sell and be on your way. I first came across her business when I was part of the Creative Spark Summit, which ran two different sessions back in 2022. And it's coming again for 2023, even bigger than ever. In this episode, we get to talking about how she manages her summit. I share that this is something that my brain just doesn't work with. I, I am not the type of person who can organize such a big event, but she has organized too. So we get to talking about that. We get to talking about her new offerings for digital product creators and how her online business is going. So let's get to that. So Kimberly, what is your online business today? Like what, what do you do um, in your online business? Um, in my online business, I, I do a lot, but mostly it revolves around design, like everything else in my life. Um, what I've been, I've been trying to pivot. Most of the time I do brand and web design and in my spare time, I do a lot of illustration, pattern design work, lettering. And I started a couple of years back, I started um, incorporating that into my branding and web design. And since I enjoy it so much, I've been just sort of doing that um, standalone. And I've started trying to pivot that into its own thing because I really, really enjoy illustrating and it's something that um, it's my focus to get to a point where I can just illustrate all day long and make that like my sole, uh, you know, focus. I, I love brand design and web design work, but I've been doing it more for uh, like larger um, foundations. And so that work is very different now than when I started. Uh, and that's why I want to just continue to do more of the illustration, the pattern design work, the, you know, the SVG uh, development um, and hand lettering, font making, that kind of stuff is like really what lights me up. 
So it's like you have two different sides to the business. Like one side would be the branding um, for websites and design and things like that. But you also have a membership where you sell um, like, should I say like, like packages? No, like, like sets, right? Like sets of um, clip art and different designs that people can use for their digital products, right? Yeah. I've been um, what in trying to uh, move towards more illustrative work. What I've been doing is I have, and I've talked about this with like friends. I have a gigantic drive of just illustrations, like work that spans like years of just me, you know, my doodles, my illustrations, like all that kind of stuff. And what I started doing was taking that and making it into clip art sets. So, and my sets in, usually include the clip art and pattern um, designs as well, because usually when I start doodling, I can't help but turn everything into a pattern. <laughs> so I go back in and I make a whole collection that includes <clears throat> clip arts. Some of them include motifs. So I've like, you know, clustered the clip art together to make like a whole little design that you can use. Uh, and then the patterns, which are like really helpful to like, you know, round out what your set can can do in terms of like product design. And what is the name of, of the membership? The membership is called the Creative Spark Society. Well, actually, no, <laughs> I that's part of the membership. It's called the Creative Stash. Exactly. So I have the the tab open right now on my screen and I will leave a link in the um box below and because I will be using that um the illustrations from that membership for my own products um I know we've had this conversation before where I keep I telling you like we need beautiful pretty you know minimal but like really elegant design in this PLR world um, and that membership is just perfect I swear the first time I saw it I'm like that's what we need very minimal design that we can use and reuse and combine different elements in one printable or one planner to create um, covers and things like that in our designs and I only know of two memberships yours being one of them that allow that for us PLR sellers to use those designs in our own products because I know like you know Etsy uh, creative good market they right. have a lot of clip art but PLR sellers cannot use it um right. the, the licensing does not allow for that so uh, we kind of either have to draw our own, which I I kind of I I can use Procreate here and there. I'm not great at it. Right. So if someone like you can come in, an actual designer, and create that right. clip art that us as PLR sellers can use, that is great. So mm -hmm. that's kind of one of the reasons that I have you here because I want people to know about this membership that you have that they can use your creations for um, PLR templates. Right. Um, and how long have you been running this membership? Well, it actually, and I was gonna um, um, preface all that by saying that, you know, 
you're actually the one that has like pushed me to to even do this because in wanting to do more illustration for myself because like I want to focus on that more I really wasn't sure uh what to you know do because there's you know there's work for illustrators you know you illustrate books or you illustrate you know for uh, magazines or newspapers or whatever but that's not necessarily the the type of I, I've done that but um it's not the type of work that I I like I'm enjoying so far uh when I discovered the PLR world and you know we started talking just the fact that um I have this drive full of art like there's art that's just sitting there it's never seen it's never been seen by anybody and I mean I'm going through it now and and working to to get it all set up and it's a, a monthly drop inside of the membership but um that's why because I know that there's a lot of places that offer clip art and they can't offer it to you so that you can use it in your own templates and the reason being is because you know they're licensing it from someone else with me like I'm lucky enough that since I'm the one that's illustrating it I can offer it because I'm the one that owns the art so I like that um you know you mentioned to me that this this is a, a big need because I would love to to um work with the PLR community I, I really am enjoying the work that um that I see and I think the 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 illustration part where you're saying, you know, that you want to illustrate and you can't, I've always wanted to, to be the, I guess that like, you know, filler in the gap because <clears throat> I like to illustrate. I also like teaching and I've started teaching a lot on how to illustrate easily. Like there's simple ways, especially now with like the iPad, you have procreate. I do a lot of work in fresco. And so I've been spending time, um, working on classes for fresco. So um, I also really, really, because I'm very particular about color and, you know, uh, bringing stuff into my world and making it my own, I've made sure that I'm setting everything up so that people can, um, you know, customize everything. So all the clip art is, you know, created as SVGs that you can use in Canva and change colors and do all that kind of stuff. Because I think that's like huge to make the art your own, because that's a very important part of that. Um, I've started doing that. This journey is like brand new. And I started doing this, um, I believe, in the membership started in like May of 2022. And it really started because of my first summit. And it was kind of, I, I wasn't planning on having a membership. It was kind of like people wanted a, a place, you know, to um, come together and be creative and it sort of started taking its own shape I've sort of been you know letting it guide me into what it wants to turn into so like everybody that comes in there whatever they they tell me they want or they need that's sort of what I start to add into the membership um, and it's really been um, it's been work but it's also been very uh, good to to hear from people what they need because you 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 know what I mean like as creators we want to make what people need not just what we want to make so it's it's really nice to to hear I I think it's very important to to do that for you know for creators that you follow like don't ever be afraid to email them and be like hey I've had people tell me hey um 
are you ever going to include this? Are you ever going to create something like this? And then that that comes into my list and that'll be, you know, the next thing that I work on. And I really, really appreciate that because sometimes you get all caught up in what you're doing and you uh, you you forget that there are things that people need that you might not want, especially it happens a lot to me because I'm a designer there. But I think that would be silly. People don't want to, you know, learn about that. And then it turns out that they do. So I think listening is like a huge thing. But yeah, the membership is very, very brand new. And what you, what you said about um, being able to change the color of the clay part, that was one of the first things that really caught my attention because you're mm-hmm. not able to do that. I buy a lot on, on Etsy and I have asked after purchasing a set, I have emailed the creator, hey, I love this, but can I change it to, I don't know, yellow, whatever. And they always say no, which makes total sense, of course. Um, So that's one of those things that really caught my attention because I don't have to necessarily use it in one color. I can change it to whatever colors I want. So that mm-hmm. is wonderful. And the fact that I can use it in my PLR, not, not just on my um, end consumer, you know, B, B2C product, but on my B2B products, that's right. amazing. And uh, I think for those looking for that to create templates or create even um, planners for sale, they're looking for clay part that they can use without really having to worry about can I change a color can I make it bigger can I make it smaller can I just grab this one little element and put it over here without overthinking all of that is amazing and you mentioned your summits um you've done two right yep yeah earlier was it in March yeah it was April April and uh, September. And yeah, so exactly. one, right. The very first one was in April. And it's funny, uh, you know, I, it, it, it came to be because I wanted to run a summit and I, I, I mean, we can talk about why. In, in a yes, little bit, please. But... Let's talk about summits because yeah. I am terrified of summits. I see someone running a mm-hmm. summit and I'm like, they are so brave because my brain does not work like that. I cannot. <laughs> Well, do that. I don't think like that. My brain is not wired for summits or even bundles. It's like too much organization and my brain cannot handle it. So when I see someone running a summit, I'm like, girl, that is amazing. (laughs) You know what's really funny? I, I remember a friend and this was probably like four or five years ago. And she was going to run a summit. And I remember being like, you're crazy. You know, good luck. I would never. And I remember saying it. I would never run a summit. You would never catch me running a summit. (laughs) And then I don't, I think it was like two years after I said that, that I was like, I don't, I I, I can't even remember why I was like, maybe I should run a summit. But then I was like, what am I going to run a summit on? Like, I feel like, you know, there's so many people talking about branding and web design and whatever. And then, so I was going to start planning it. And then something just was like, hold off. I need to take a break and come back to it. And then the pandemic hit and all that stuff was going on. And there was a lot of talking groups about 
overwhelm and burnout and people being stressed out and whatever. And then I remember thinking, um, how, like, I would like to help with that because there was so much talk about overwhelm and burnout. And then I was like, what do I do? Like, I was just like, I always go back to what I do and what I know, because that's the only way I can teach. I don't teach things that I don't know, obviously. So I was like, what do I do when I feel burnt out? And I was like, I draw. That's what I do. That actually what I do. I sit down, I'll draw uh, or I'll, I'll pick up something creative always to do. I paint, you know, I crochet now, (laughs) Um, but it's always, I go to something creative. And then I remember posting, cause like the summit and and that's the secret right here. Summit in a box with Krista Miller. That's I keep hearing that. Her. Yeah. You can, I mean, you cannot do a summit without that. Like if you, all you have to do is follow everything that she says and you're, you're set. So, um, so that's like the, the commercial for that. Um, I remember going into that group and being like, do you guys think it's stupid to run a summit that is about addressing overwhelm by taking a break to, you know, uh, indulge in like creative activities as a way to like, you know, provide like a mental health break? Because I, when I thought of it, I was like, yeah, this is probably stupid. And I put it together and I got such a huge response from that comment in the group. That was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm onto something. And so I started, you know, planning with that idea, which is like, it just came out of nowhere because I was going to do like a branding summit, you know, a summit on branding and design for business, whatever. And I ended up with this and it just had such a great response because I feel like it's something that everyone, no matter what industry can resonate with. Like we have been through a seriously crazy, like as, as a planet you know, everybody was disturbed by this pandemic and it was very hard on everyone. And so it was something that everyone can relate to. So dealing with overwhelm, with burnout, with being stressed out and whatever, the whole idea is to take a break and do something completely different. Just break off from what you're doing, do something creative because as I was researching for the summit, there's so many benefits of creativity that you don't even know about. People tell you, oh yeah, you know, creativity is great. There are actual scientific benefits to engaging in creativity for your mental health, for your actual physical health, for like all these things. So taking a break to be creative is actually really beneficial. And that's what we do in, in the summit. Like the whole time we're there, we're just taking a break, that whole week, we, it's like a four day thing. We take a break and we're learning new, you know, skills. The nice, you know, little uh, twist there is a lot of these skills, especially in your community, are skills that you can then bring into your business. And Creative. you can say, you know, yeah. if you learn how to illustrate a little mm-hmm. flower, now you can illustrate a flower and start creating things with this new skill that you have. So I think that's the twofold, you know, um, benefit. You're taking a nice break, but then you're also spending time um, learning skills that you can then, once you are ready to come back to your job, you can use them in your business. And that's why, you know, I think that's why there was such a nice response to the summit. And then the second one was uh, a holiday edition. We did the same thing, but with projects that were like geared towards holiday projects, you know? 
and it was just it's been really fun and now we're getting ready for the next one with you <laughs> yeah when is it going to be the next one oh we're going to do it i think we're i'm trying to like figure out the dates probably end of march beginning of april so i'm looking at those dates and then i'll finalize that this week like a springy um yeah situation <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I think there's a lot of stuff going on in the beginning of the year. I want it to sort of like, you know, you you get into the groove of your year and then we can like kick in with like some, you know, spring skills and whatever and get started on stuff. Yeah. And the, the reason I liked your summit, it was because there was no big pressure. Um, I, I love summits. I love attending summits. But I feel like a lot of times it's, you know, they have 30 speakers teaching 30 different things. And I'm always that person who um, buys the the VIP or things like that so I can right. have those, those recordings. But it comes with a lot of pressure of, okay, so now I have to sit down and pick, yeah. I don't know, 10 presenters and really go through it and learn all these things and implement all of these things. And it becomes like, ah, you know. <laughs> but the summit that you organized, it was more like, okay, I get to sit down, I get to watch this and be relaxed, take notes, mm -hmm. learn something. And there was always um, something that I could take from each um, speaker that it wasn't necessarily, okay, well, now I have to do this thing and let me put it in my calendar because they're teaching yeah. me a strategy, you know, using air quotes here yeah. or something like that. It was more like, oh, that that's nice. Next time I'm designing something, I'm going to remember this little thing that this person did and I can implement it on yeah. my own. So it was like very calm very relaxed in that sense there was no pressure yeah. to next month you gotta do these 30 things that you just learned here so I know and that was by design because I think I, that happens to me too like I I get um super overwhelmed with like all these strategies that everybody's like telling you that you need to implement and whatever and like as soon as like you start throwing all that at me like I shut down and I'm like okay no I need to handle one thing at a time <laughs> because if not I just can't um, so, uh, I, I really, really, really just wanted it to be, we are taking a mental health break. So you are going to take a break and you're going to learn all these like nice things. And yes, ideally I want you to learn and actually take it and do something with it. And that's why I think the value of the, the spark pass is there because you want to come back to these lessons and practice and whatever. So that's why the, there's a value. It's not the, the, the spark pass isn't like, Oh, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out like that FOMO exactly. thing that you get in other ones. It's more like you want to get the spark pass because you want to be able to go back to these lessons and practice because that's how you you know, learn, you actually go back and learn and, and do it again and again. And that's how you get better throughout, you know, time practicing. Um, so, but yeah, I wanted it. There's a lot and, and I'm structuring more now. Um, I want always for there to be last time we had an art therapist um, and uh, I want to try to bring her back. I really like that part of the presentations as well I want there to be presentations where it's really about you getting in touch with creativity as a means for 
uh, self-care and for you to like heal, you know, because creativity can do that. So that's a really like important part of the whole thing. And so that's why I'm really glad that you're saying it. Like it feels like it's a different vibe because it's not about rushing to put anything. Like there's a lot of summits that you can go and do that with, you know, you can go get strategy at a lot of other places here. We're really just trying to uh, do self-care through creativity. And then the positive uh, spin on it is that you can take all these skills and bring them into your business. So, you know, you can, if you want to, and if you don't, you can just do a hobby. It's totally fine. So Mm -hmm. talking a little bit about the back end of it, I want to know, was it hard? (laughs) Was it hard to organize and put it together? And, you know, the, the mental strength that, I don't have that's why I don't run summits or anything like that because I I do not have that kind of mental strength so tell me a little bit about that okay I'll start with this after the summit I got diagnosed with ADHD oh wow so yeah and I was like because I was like why can't I focus why can't I focus why can't I and yeah and I ended up getting diagnosed with ADHD The only reason, and I can say this with like complete honesty, the only reason I was able to do the summit is because of Krista's course, because I'm very, um, I'm very deadline driven and very um, uh, direction driven. Like if you give me instructions on what to do, what's next, you know, next steps like that, I will get it done. If I have to like, I don't have a problem, like, I don't know if I, I want to say I'm like I'm a visionary person. Like, I have no problem with visuals. I know what things should look like, whatever, because that's my strength. But in terms of like strategy and marketing and all that, I, I'm horrible at it. Like, I just can't wrap my head around that stuff. And Krista, basically, the the this is the only course that I've completed, I think, in my life. And it's because it doesn't work like a course. It ends up being, um, you put your summit date in and she gives you a list. It plugs in all the dates where you need things, where they're due. And you can import that um, CSV into ClickUp, which is the one that I use, ClickUp, Trello. What's the other one? Asana. Um, So you can put it in there and everything gets turned into tasks that's brilliant oh my god it is the most amazing thing I've seen and then each task has a corresponding video in the course and that's how you end up watching every single video in the course without even realizing it because you don't go in and you sit down and watch video one video two video three you don't do that you go in and whenever you're going to work on your summit, you go into ClickUp and you see what's the next task, what is due. And you go in and there's a video and you watch it and then you get your thing done. Before you know it, you've done the whole thing for the summit and you've also watched the entire course. And then you're like, oh my God, like I did this. And it's really because of the way she structured it. It's, it's amazing. It's like the definitely the best money I spent. Um, that course no regrets whatsoever now I'm so like, curious I want to go buy it just to see how that it is structure great works wow so mm-hmm. that that's great for people like you with ADHD and people like me who who, who don't have it but don't doesn't have the mental you yeah. know strength of focusing yeah. that deeply into I, I can't like with with focusing it's like really 
it's really hard. And and I remember being like, there was times where I was like, I have an hour of work, of time to work. What should I work on? And I was like, I don't know what to work on. And then I was always like, I could go into ClickUp and look at what I need to do for the summit. And then I I could always get just a little bit done. The one thing I would recommend is I think Krista recommends like three months lead time. I would do more than that. At least for me, I don't like being stressed out. I would do more than that. Definitely like four or five months lead time before your summit, just because you know, at least the first one. The second one was a lot easier because a lot of the stuff was done. Like the website was done. And that was another thing. Uh, Ali, um, Ali Trump Power, um, yeah was helping me and she was like the way that you built your website was like amazing she's like I need you to to do it and that's because I'm a web designer so I built it very smartly so that it was dynamic and it just you know took care of itself so now with the second one you just build upon that and it populates the whole site for you so there are pieces that are once you do you know more of them it gets easier to do the summit because all of that is already in place. The branding is in place. The website is in place, like, you know, all that stuff. And then what's nice too, is that you start getting connections and then getting speakers is easier and all that stuff. So it's, it's very nice. Yeah. So it's great for visibility because you have all these speakers and then those speakers are introducing you to their own, um, audiences and even collaborations that that's how we ended up doing this yeah. it was because I participated yeah. in that and then I found your website and then I found your membership I was like oh my god this is great mm -hmm. like I need this my people need this and that's kind of like what gets yeah. the, the ball rolling into collaborations and partnerships and and all of that and I think that's the whole reason and that might be you just you know sparked my memory um that might be the reason why because I was working on um but the year before I started working on the summit, I'd been working on, I'm super introverted and I was working on getting out of my shell specifically on getting on more calls and more, you know, interviews, more podcasts, whatever, like, because that was not something I was comfortable with. And I knew like, if I want to get to where I want to be in terms of business, I had to come out of my shell. So I practice that a lot going live in my groups and whatever on purpose to the point where I'm now comfortable doing it. And so that's when I felt like, okay, I think I could do a summit. I feel comfortable enough now. And the reason I chose a summit is because of visibility, because I wanted to, you know, go into illustration and and do stuff with illustration I was like the best way for me or the the way with most impact I think would be through a summit and it definitely has like I think it not, like nine times or ten times my email list it was yeah. like ridiculous yeah mm -hmm. yeah no it, it is it does a lot of stuff for you it is a lot of work though like a lot I bet that's that's why I don't do it I can't I can't focus <laughs> in that way <laughs> so would you say that your online business is your full-time business um or uh, full-time income I, I I would say or do you also work like you know like a nine to five offline type of work I have um so my business my business is definitely like my business is like my my life because I just there's so much of it I do as my 
hobby or my stuff for myself, it always ends up wrapping itself into the same thing. But I do consulting with a very teeny tiny company that's like four people. Um, I'm their art director. Uh, they know I have a business that's separate and that I do my thing. So it's really weird. Like it's not like a normal nine to five, but I do consulting with them. Um, the funny thing is like this year, um, I'll be making more with my business than with them. So it's not even like a, a real nine to five, you know what I mean? Like my business definitely uh, is generating more than I do with them. So it's one of those things where I don't have to ask them for permission. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a traditional nine to five where I am required to do anything specific. There is a calendar. I tell them when I'm available and that's it. So, um, and that's why I say it's really like a consulting client. And I do a lot of foundation work with them and like that work I really enjoy. Um, so that's why I've, I've kept it. Um, but that's really what it is. Most of the the rest of the time is is my clients and my my business, my work. So your job I directly share. relates to what you do online. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So I, how it, did it's you start thing. online then? Like, was it uh, did the online thing come first? The you know offline job come first? How did you first start online? I'm I'm so curious about that. Like how people online. started selling online. Yeah selling online it was different than because the weird thing about me is like I I've been doing branding and web design for over 20 years but I was only doing it through word of mouth I didn't have a website <laughs> I was doing websites for everybody else but I didn't have a website I didn't have brand, I didn't have anything I would just it it's sort of because I was originally an animator oh um, really so yes I worked um on I don't know. I don't think people will know these cartoons anymore. It was, it was so long ago. Um, Wonder Pets, Pinky Dinky Doo. Like these are really old little cartoons and like Nick Jr. Um, I think Pinky Dinky Doo was Cartoon Network. Um, and yeah, so I, I was doing that. And um, being an animator was a lot like being an, an actor. So when the project is done, you don't have a job anymore. You have to go find another job. Mm-hmm. Cause that's that's how it is in New York. That's where I was, and so the when I finished one job, the next job that was available was a talking butt, like a talking butt, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't want to animate a talking butt, and that's when I was like, I said to my husband, who's my boyfriend at the time, or maybe we were engaged. I don't remember. I was like, I don't want to do it because he's he's an animator too. And um, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to animate a butt. But was it for kids or or like what was it? No, I think it was for Adult Swim. And I think it's on, on, it might be on now. He's a cop who's a butt. I bet you somebody's going to know what what I'm talking about. Oh my God. I don't remember what it was called. (laughs) I don't remember what it was called. But I saw it the other day in Adult Swim. I was like, I said to Patrick, I was like, look, there it is. That's the what was it called? I don't remember, but he was a cop and he was a butt and it was a, an actual butt. And I remember, I don't remember where he had his face. If it was on the butt or on the other side, I have no idea. It was like the weirdest thing. And I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I had come from like cute little, like kid cartoons, you know, 
we did wonder pets was like adorable pinky dinky do was really cute too like oh whatever and then i'm like talking butt i'm like no so i was like i'm done uh because i needed to you know have a portfolio i had started teaching myself how to do web design so that i could have a portfolio and put my animation on there every time i had to you know do a new job uh interview and so i had started teaching myself web design and um so like here and there i had little projects you know where i was like doing websites for people and then they would recommend me somebody else and they would recommend me somebody else i started getting like a roster of clients and um when I was like, you know what, I'm done with animation, I ended up going, because when I was like in college, I did a lot of um, administrative work. I was a, an a executive assistant. So I went back to that for a little while and I kept doing the web design work. And then the web design work started picking up and picking up. And I said to my husband, because I was working after the executive assistant work, I found the job as an art director in this really, really weird company. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to leave here and just see if we can, if I can just do the freelance work. And he was like, okay, we didn't have kids or anything. So I was like, let's try it. And I had said to him, I would like to plan to be home when we do have kids. So now's the time to do it. <clears throat> and so I did that. And I, uh, um, it, again, I don't know why I didn't put up a website for myself. It was just... Um, word of mouth. I mean, I might have had like a portfolio site so that I could show people what I had done, but I never marketed myself. I never told anybody about it. It was really, you knew about me because someone had worked with me. And that's how I worked up until what, I think like six years ago, it was all just word of mouth. And then six so years in ago, creating, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, um, in creating those websites for other people is that how kind of how you started packaging that and selling it as a package um online for other people who maybe could not afford you personally but they could buy these branding elements and use them on, on their own right that you're talking about brand kits and brand kits is like about six years old because what started happening with me was um, I got to a point where I was charging, you know, like it was like a high ticket uh, item because designing an entire website is takes forever yeah. <laughs> and it's expensive. <laughs> so what started happening was um, there was a lot of people that wanted to come work with me, but they couldn't afford um, the price, you know, that I was charging. And I always felt bad because I know what it's like to be, to be starting off and, um, you know, trying to get a business going and all that. So I, you know, I was like, I'm going to put kits together for different things. And that's when brand kits, like I, and ended up doing brand kits, um, you know, cause I wanted to fill that gap when you're starting out and you know, you know, that you need good design so that you have a nice presence online, but you can't afford a designer just yet. That gap in between, that's what brand kits are for. And I made them modular so that you can build on top of each other. So if you're like, I need a logo right now, but I can't afford anything else, you can get a logo kit and just work on your logo. And then if you're like, I need a freebie because you know you got to get people on your list, you can buy the freebie kit and you, you get that and you start working on that. And then you can add different things and they all have the same design 
And then I started sneaky weaving in my patterns and my illustrations and all that stuff into those. So like the brand kits come with some of my illustrations and my pattern designs so that you can add that to your business website and your freebies and whatever you're doing. And you can, cause I think, you know, whenever you can make something beautiful, you should. So <laughs> keep it consistent and cohesive. Um, I worked with someone a few months ago and they had a beautiful website and a beautiful um, PDF. They have like a whole series of eBooks and they were both beautifully designed but the colors didn't match. It looked like two totally different businesses. Their website was like an orangey yellow, beautiful design, beautiful colors. And when mm -hmm. you looked at the um, PDF, it was more like a pinky purpley. And it wasn't even like, like the, the website was warm toned. And then the PDF was like a more cool toned, again, beautiful uh. colors, beautiful branding, but it looked like two totally different businesses. And I feel like right. I see that a lot online. So yeah. buying a brand kit like that, that you can kind of use and say, okay, I'm going to stick to this one thing and use that for everything is a, a very smart thing to do, especially for yeah. people that are not very creative and can't really understand what does warm mean or cool tone mean and why can't I use right. orange and purple together you know right and the thing with that too is like and it's happened to me where obviously like my my strong suit is design but there's things where like I you know I always use Facebook ads as an example because I I hate Facebook ads like even thinking about doing that I know they work and whatever I can't wrap my head around it I know they're good but I want somebody to like, be like, this is how you do it and like have it set up and I just run with it. And that's how I wanted brand kits to be like, you don't have to actually learn anything. You just grab this thing, put your information in and run with it. If you want to, I also started adding courses like so that you can, you know how to, there's a course called sister palette. So like, for example, that person could have been like, there are ways for you. Cause sometimes what happens is, um, people, a lot of people would come to me like as clients and were like, they had a really nice brand, but they got tired of it or something, you know, or they were like, the colors don't work for me anymore. There are ways to, um, especially I think in, in your business, it's a good idea to, when you have a product to give it its own sort of like mini sub branding. Yeah. Like, so it looks like it goes back to the mothership, but it's, its own little thing and there are ways to do color palettes that like I call them like uh, mother daughter color palettes or sister palettes because uh, in that way they do work off of each other but they look like they're their own thing but when you see them all together then you're like oh okay this all works together and it's there are ways of doing that so I started doing like mini uh, workshops like teaching that kind of thing because some of that stuff is easy but like I've never done like a humongous like course on branding because I, I don't even have the attention span for that so you know what I mean I try to like I just don't I, it, that's something that you know it's I feel like having being an entrepreneur everything every single thing that you do is a job all by itself like you can't sit here and learn marketing all of it all of branding all of you know Facebook ads all of you know you can't so 
there are things that you have to do. Okay, I'm going to get grab a brand kit because right now I need to get a freebie up and that's what I need to do. Exactly. I don't need to learn color theory and, you know, um, hierarchy and all that. If you want to, if you're interested, you can, but you can just grab a brand kit, get your freebie up and start getting people on your list. Like that's what you need to do. Exactly. So, and when you're kind of in the middle, you just want to buy a, a kit and mm -hmm. get the template, change the colors, use it on whatever you want to use it. And then you grow even more. Your business is now earning, I don't know, multiple six figures. You just want to hire someone to do it. Exactly. You don't want to buy a kid. You want to hire someone. Hey, do the kit for me. Do the colors, put it on my website and send exactly. me a link. That type and then of thing. You, that, that's what it's, it's meant to be a stepping stone because eventually you do want to hand that off to a designer. So like the kids, you work with the kids. And then once you have, once your business grew and you're like, oh, I'm ready for my own brand or whatever. Then you say, okay, I'm going to hand this off to a designer. And then you, you that's it. So that's the idea because I've, I, I feel like there is no in between. Like you're either starting off and you can't afford anything or you have to pay $5,000. And exactly. it's like, what is in between that? There was like nothing in between. And that's what Brand Kids is. Yeah. Well, thank you that this has been fun. Um, thank you for sharing your, yeah. your journey. I'm always so curious about how people started online. Um, some people have very uh, weird stories about I started selling shoes and now I sell planners. So I'm like, okay, it kind of sounds like my story, <laughs> but yours kind of, yeah. it, it kind of makes sense. Um, it's a very seamless transition between this is what you've been doing your whole life basically yeah. you are just now packaging it for people like like me who right. need that that type of thing so again I'm going to leave some links in the box below for the membership um, because I think if you are selling journals planners templates whatever it's an amazing amazing resource like You don't even have to think about um, terms of use or anything like that. Um, it's very open in the way that we can use it in, in our product. So I will leave that down below. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you so much for having me, Yatia.